It's the Jam Catch-Up with Janelle and Sam, and this episode... Is it an episode? I suppose yeah, it is. it's a we podcast to, episode. We spoke to Nat and Kate from Horrible Harriet. And we asked Perth, how charitable are you? Which uh, charities do you support? The answers were fantastic. Welcome to the Saturday Morning Show for everyone in Perth. The Jam with Janelle and Sam. Well, she lives on the roof of her school and keeps teachers chained in the cellar of her homework. People hate her. She doesn't have any friends until... Until Athel Egghead lands. Who am I talking about, you might be wondering? Yeah, no, not Tony Abbott. Horrible <laughs> Harriet. Horrible Harriet is a children's ca- character created by Lee Hobbs, but is also a stage show that uh, opens tonight in Perth. Yeah, tonight. Uh, and in the studio with us, we have uh, Nate Job and Kate Smith, the two lead actors. G'day, guys. Hi. Hi, how are you going? We are so happy to have you in the studio. My kids will be beside themselves. Now... Nat, you play Horrible Harriet. I do, yes. Were you typecast? Uh, <laughs> what a, a terrible question. I absolutely was not. Am I allowed uh, to answer that question? No, you are not. Be quiet, Kate. <laughs> uh, no, actually, I, I honestly, this character, she's quite removed from me. I, uh-huh. I hope. Um, in some ways. In some ways. <laughs> uh, but she's she's so much fun. She's, she's amazing. She's this big, bold, loud, bright character. I guess we're very similar in that way. But she just says it exactly as she thinks it. And I have a lot of respect for her for that. She's she's not afraid of confrontation. She's, you know, she just puts herself right out there. She's the boss. She is the boss I of mean, every is, game. Is that why people don't like her in the beginning? I, I assume as her character grows with the introduction, Kate, of your character, Athel Egghead. Athel Egghead the third, yes. Did you get typecast? <laughs> I think, actually, if the truth be known, it probably should have been the other way around. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm not denying it. <laughs> I see. Uh, the end of the tour and we are recasting. <laughs> That's right. I'm ready. Um, I came into the dressing room the other day. She had my wig on. I was like, I kind of. No, head. I didn't. No, it was an accident. I, f- I fell. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So it's playing at the State Theatre Centre, which is an amazing venue. It's such a beautiful Perth venue. But the show's been touring for some time. Yeah, we opened earlier on in the year at the Sydney Opera House around March, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was March March. or April. Yeah, Yeah. so it's been it's been quite a long a long journey with the show. Um but it's just it's the most amazing show. So we've been really lucky to be able to sort of travel it all around Australia and um you know have kids all around the country see it and now we're finishing up here in Perth. This is our our final stop with the show. And this is a show for young audiences you would say? So yeah, I, I saw a little clip. I think there's a bit of adult humour in there as well. Uh, a few <laughs> cheeky Look, gags for yeah, the adults. Yeah, it's a really good show. for. It's a really good family show uh-huh. and it does cross over sort of from age four to even up to 12 years old. Kids are getting um, enjoyment and entertainment from yeah. it because there's lots of layered concepts, you know. It, you know, entertainment's so sophisticated for kids these days, particularly in yes. children's theatre. Children are really savvy. And the, what's beautiful about this show is that it is absolutely hilarious. It is a story that we've created from these beautiful books and with the extraordinary writer, um, Mariam Master. But it's incredibly inventive. The design, the sets, the lighting, everything is almost like a cartoon leaping off the pages of the book. <gasps> and so the – and but really at the heart of it, it's a story about being different and finding a friend when you're different. And it's nice. it's totally adorable. 
Yeah, it is. Oh, it's, a, it's a really beautiful piece. Have you had great reactions from kids afterwards? Because they can be the yeah. harshest oh, critics. Kids. kids. It's amazing. They're so <laughs> funny. They yeah. really go nuts. Because there's I, a very naughty character in the in the show yeah. who the kids love called Mr. Chicken. Mr. Chicken <laughs> keeps interrupting poor Harriet. Oh, they all love Mr. Chicken. <laughs> oh. In fact, at the end of the show, if you see kids afterwards, I'll say, what was your favourite part of the show? And they all say, Mr. Chicken. <laughs> I feel like saying, do you know how hard I've worked for the last hour? <laughs> Thanks you so much, guys. You're here till the 19th of October. That's right. uh, Playing the State Theatre Centre. Um, So if you're looking for something to do with your kids, come along and see Horrible Harriet. We'll be there, won't we? I'm going tomorrow. I cannot wait. Going to be going Tuesday night, I believe. Amazing. Thanks so much for coming in, guys. Appreciate it. Chookers. Thanks, guys. Thank you. This is the jam. I'm really happy, Janelle. I'm actually always happy. (laughs) I try to be happy. You're always happy. I love that. Last night, last night you were on stage doing an absolute killer 25 minute set. I might add um, for the I Stand Up Against Domestic Violence um, fundraiser. Yes. Which was a fantastic fundraiser. Which you hosted. I did. I did host it, but you did the majority of the work, and I thought you did great. And then today. You're down at Melville doing the McHappy Day. You're you're being very charitable this weekend. Just this weekend. Uh, I try to restrict it to one weekend a year and I'm getting them all out out in this 24-hour block. And tonight I'm doing the the stand-up for mental health health at the Heath Ledger Centre. Oh, great. Tonight. Big big line-up. Big line-up. A lot of great local acts too, which I love. I love when it's live and local, but I'm headlining that tonight. Oh, fantastic. And you're also in the fireman's calendar wearing um, just a <laughs> just a hose. Is that right? What? <laughs> no, I was reading in the newspaper today, the, the firefighters, you know, they do a calendar every year. And there's yes. A, there's a couple of them and they've always, they're always just really fit and tanned and they, they put that little bit of... Um, I don't know, a little bit of makeup on there to look like they've just been in a fire. But really, no, they, they look they look like, no, you can see it. it's got a little bit of, you know, like, oh, I'm a bit dusty and smoky bit from the fire, but really they've just come from the gym. Yeah. Um, but so they're, you know, they're raising money as well. Um, they've raised over a million, lo- a million dollars. I do love a fireman's calendar. My, do my Yeah, I do. I think it's, it's cute. And my, my auntie sent me a link to a, I think it was a, a New York fireman's calendar and they were holding puppies. Because what? what goes better with a fireman than a puppy? Of course. And, you know, I, I looked at those photos, Sam, for at least 10 <laughs> minutes and I went, I cannot see a dog in these pictures. Only firemen. Oh. Only. Anyway. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Charity. Yes. Charity. We, um, yeah, we've been put, doing our yeah, charity. Yeah, absolutely. We were on telethon last last year. This year we're both away, unfortunately, doing yes. your, doing the launch for yes. uh, Joel Creasy's book. Um, but that's, well, that's a week away. Yeah. But there are some some amazing charities and local charities that are doing amazing things. Mm. Cat Haven, we spoke about they're doing their open day tomorrow. I think there are more charities out there that people don't know about than the charities that people do know about. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I don't have a charity per se, one that I support because, I mean, I've got one, I think money comes out of once a month or something for the the Doctors Without Borders, oh. um, which I which I just think is fantastic. Medicine Sans Frontier. Yes, exactly, but I'd forgotten how to say that, so I'm yeah. glad you had remembered. <laughs> uh, yeah, but every year I try and find something different to um, to support. I found something the other day that was amazing. Oh, yes. Amazing. So, And it was just a, a Facebook post, but it's this guy that's in the UK uh-huh. who was born without a hand who is creating... Robot hands, but oh. kind of out of a 3D printer in his shed in a backyard. And he's 
making no money. He's doing it out of the goodness of his heart and to the point where he's put the pattern up for public access on the internet so that anyone mm. can make these these hands, these hands that are able to, to clench and Glad you explained release. that because at the beginning it sounded like an evil scientist. <laughs> Born without a hand, building hands in his shed. But So they, they, they go to young kids, right, who are also Yeah, kids and limbs. adults who are yeah. missing hands. And oh, it costs fantastic. 20 pounds to make what? this hand. 20 pounds is what it costs. Because to make a hand. Because charging for the labour. That is sensational. So I donated money to them because what, what an amazing guy. Awesome. Awesome. But we'd love to know about a charity that we may not have heard of before. Yeah. Perth, who do you support? Yes. Is there someone that hasn't got the, the budgets of the, the big charities that we'd like to know about? I think Australia are very, very giving people. And uh, we want to find out more. So who's your charity? This is The Jam with Janelle and Sam. Sam and I had a great gig last mm-hmm. night for the I Stand Up. Against domestic violence. Against domestic violence for Share the Dignity. Yep. And we've been talking about charities. And there are plenty that are well-known. Plenty that are well-known. But we asked you what charities you know of that maybe don't have the publicity that some mm. of the bigger charities do. And Abby from Melville, tell us about yours. Hi. Um, so, yeah, I support a charity. It's called Tura for a Cure. And they're currently bike riding from Melbourne to Perth as we speak. Wow. For 25 days. Looking for a cure for what, Abby? For brain cancer. So, so far they've raised about 71k. That's fantastic. Wow. I couldn't ride 71k. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd love to help. They do about 125k's a day from memory. Oh, man. So and good. so they're going through all the towns in Australia. So, Abby, can I ask, how, how do you do you get involved with these guys? Are you just a donator or just an avid supporter? Yeah, I donate and just take a few photos for them here and there. Um, but the group that they've got is just incredible. It's just such a big support network. Oh. It's just amazing. Tour for a cure. Get behind it. Yeah, from Melbourne to Perth. That is incredible. Alison from Seville Grove. What hey, charity guys. do you support? I support something called Life Without Limbs. Uh-huh. Now, this guy was born without arms, legs, hands, and only one foot. So his foot is at the base of his pelvis. Wow. And he's an adult now. He's got two kids. He's married. So he's made it all the way through life with no limbs. And he goes around the world. He writes books. He does seminars. And all of the funding that's raised from those goes back into his charity. And that charity goes to supporting and teaching kids who are born without limbs the tools that they need to make it successfully through life and particularly that support from people who understand what they're going through. I've seen something about – what is his name, Alison? What's the guy's I name? Can't, I can't remember, but he's he's so inspirational and charismatic and he's just amazing to listen to. Yeah, it's um, a Russian-type name, isn't it? Is it Alexander so. something? We'll, and, do, we'll do some yeah. research, yeah. Yes, but Life Without I, Limbs, yes, I have heard of him. I've seen him on the TV. That inspirational. is fantastic. He's really good, yeah. Is it Nick Fuse? It's like V-U... Nick, Nick Vulisic. Or Vulisic, yes, we yes. Well done, Alison. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Yeah, appreciate that, Alison. Shantae from Edgewater, what's your charity? Um, my charity is the um, Fragile X Association of Australia. So my stepson was diagnosed at the age of two with Fragile X Syndrome. And, um, what yeah, is that? I've never heard it of it. It sounds that. like, yeah, something from the X-Men. Like... <laughs> Sort of. Um, it's just a gene mutation on um, a gene that we all carry and um, a particular, it copies itself so many times. And then over 200, they develop something called Fragile X Syndrome, which causes developmental delay. It's the single, jo- single gene known cause of autism. 
um, and ADHD and stuff like that. And then carriers who um, have a particular gene mutation as well um, can develop things like um, Fragile X primary ovarian deficiency and Fragile X tremor extesia syndrome, which is a bit like Parkinson's disease. For kids, wow. So the Fragile X Association of Australia, yeah, where yep. can we find out about that? Um, you can Google it. Um, their website is fragilex.org.au and um, yeah, we just sort of raise money to, um, obviously it's quite common, one in I think 250 females are estimated to be carriers of the, of the wow. disorder. Um, but it's never heard of. So um, we Absolutely. do uh, lots of work in trying to raise awareness, trying to raise awareness with the medical community. Oh, thanks for calling, Thank Shantae, and lots Thank of love you. to your stepson. Thank that you. is incredible. Perth, what a generous bunch of people and so many people out there doing such good work. Yes. Absolutely. Well, thanks for your calls. Uh, get behind that. You yep. heard uh, Tour for a Cure, Life Without Limbs and the Fragile X Association. Janelle and Sam, The Jam. Saturday mornings from 6 on Mix 94.5.